Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And uh, we have several people who've called in this evening, so we will go to the phones here in a second. But um, wanted to let you all know I I have been very busy this week in Tuscaloosa at the University of Alabama. It is sorority rush time, and I'm an alumna advisor there and there's 450 darling girls and I just love it. I've been spending, oh gosh, anywhere from 10 to 12 hours there plus an hour each way commuting and um, uh, what a delight. My girls are just lovely and there are close to 3,000 girls that are going through recruitment or also known as rush right now and uh, so it's been a lot of fun i i really get my soul nourished by being around all these college girls and then the fun part is i get to stay in touch with them even after they graduate and get to know a lot of their families and and it's just so fun to see what they end up doing with their lives and and how they go out into the world so I encourage all of you to do something where you give back. This is my way to give back. And um, invariably, I'm zapping on them when they're sick or listening to them if they've got boyfriend dramas or whatever and, um, and talking with them about, about what their career plans are. And it's, it's really fun for me. It's fulfilling, but it's a way that I give back. And I hope that all of you consider doing something where you can give back to people either in your community or, or if there's maybe some kind of a charity that you're interested in. I met a woman the other day who had rescued a bunch of stray dogs in the woods for the Humane Society, and she loves doing that. So it really enriches my life, and I encourage all of you to do something as well. So let's go to the phones and see see what kind of questions people have this evening. It's always fun to hear what questions they're asking. I believe our first caller is Allie. Hi, Miss Hi. Allie. Hello. Hi, Allie. How are How you, girl? Are you? <laughs> Great. Good. Great. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. The home of my birth. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's happening up there? Um... I'm just getting ready for, you know, football season here soon. So that's about <laughs> it. Getting excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, for those of you that listen to the show and have listened for a while, my two favorite teams are the Ohio State University, where I went to school and graduated from. Fourth generation, by the way, Ryan, to graduate from the Ohio State University. Nice. And my other favorite team is 
Roll Tide, the University of Alabama. So fortunately, they don't play each other very often. <laughs> so right. <laughs> get to cheer for both teams. So, well, do you have a question for me? I do. Um, a family friend uh, recently passed away. Um, uh huh. Just within a few days, um, and it was very sudden. It was a car accident, and the family and the very close, you know, friends obviously don't really have a whole lot of closure. So I didn't know if there was anything, um, you know, if you you can tap into her, if she can, you know, say anything that maybe help the family get a little bit of closure with what happened. Sure, sure. Do you have specific questions for me, Allie, along Um, those lines? Just if it was, I guess my question is, when people die suddenly in, like, freak accidents or car accidents, can they change their plan and then have, you know, like, I feel like sometimes when people their souls decide to change their, like, life plan. I've heard that, like, that's sometimes why they die and, you know, so suddenly or um, or if it's always planned out like this. Well, good question. Let me, let me see. Our, is our exit point always pre-planned? Yes. Do we have multiple exit points? No, I'm getting. Okay. And um, what I've always heard... Uh, both from others who do this kind of work as well as from the thousands and thousands of clients with whom I've worked over the past 20-some years. It's, it seems to me that we choose when we're born, choose where we're born, choose to whom we're born, and then we um, choose those based on a general trajectory that our life can take if that makes okay. sense. Yeah. And and I think the same goes for our death. And it it really boils down to um us deciding that we've done what we need to do in this yeah. life to have the experiences that we want to have, the human experience that we want to have. So, um I'm sure this woman decided it was time and mm-hmm. um and she died, uh, hopefully, it sounds like she died very, very quickly. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of what she was, um, yeah. maybe painter, if she wanted to tell her family anything, you know, just. Um, well, well, the thing that's interesting about that, if you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see on the last tab on the menu, it says the 12 phases of transition. Mm-hmm. And it has a diagram of how we're surrounded by our loved ones, deceased loved ones and angels and and our deceased pets. And um, whether somebody dies instantly, like in a car accident, like in your friend's case, or over a prolonged period of time, we all go through these 12 phases. So okay. the first thing I can recommend is please send her family to my site or better yet, print off these graphics and take them a copy of it. Okay. And um, that provides lots of comfort. The other suggestion I have, and this is not altruistic, this is just because I, I know from people who have read my new book called Angelic Attendance, it gives them tons of peace yeah. when they've lost a loved one or they if they have someone who's dying. And yeah. um, I think that can help as well. Okay. And, and all of that's addressed in there, plus a lot of stories that are very heartwarming and even funny. Yeah, uh, that are in the book. So I think that could help as well. Okay. So did you have a did you have a specific question? 
that um, you wanted me to ask her or? Not, I mean, I mean, just that I didn't know if it went quickly, if she was in pain. I mean, if, this, if she fulfilled everything that she wanted to, I guess. Um, okay. Tell me her name. What's her first name? Um, I forget. Or how do you know her? Mrs. Adams. <laughs> Mrs. Adams. All right. Yeah. What I'm going to do, Ellie, is I'm going to connect to her through you. So here comes my laser beam. For those of you that are first-time listeners, I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. Spirits vibrate very fast when they're in non-physical because when our spirits are in our bodies, our bodies have mass. So it just slows down how quickly we vibrate. So I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit takes me a nanosecond to do it and i'm going to watch a laser beam go from my body here in birmingham alabama it's going to hook into Allie in columbus and then Allie, i'm going to hook in from you to mrs adams okay, okay. so here we go my eyes are closed everybody my hands are over my eyes to make it darker kind of like when you go to the movies you know you want to you want the theater dark so you can see the movie better so okay ellie i've got you okay she's standing right to your right so did you die quickly she's saying no okay did you die within a matter of minutes yes so you know quickly is is, uh, I guess can be interpreted lots of different ways Um, did you suffer no tell me I tell my family I love them she says she has a will, so she doesn't want anybody fighting over anything, which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, she wants them all to stay together as a cohesive unit. She wants her children to give a picture of her to her grandchildren and her future great-grandchildren. Does she have great-grandchildren now? She's telling me yes. Does she, Allie, that you know of? Yeah. Okay. There was 11 kids. So Yeah, so there are great grandkids. I think too. so. Okay, so she told me yes. So she wants all her kids and her, her children and her, her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren to all have a picture of her. Okay. Um, she wants them to frame it and give it to them so they can keep it. And, uh, so she's telling me right now. Uh, she wants you to teach them how to talk to her. She's saying they can learn that in the book, but in the short run, you can teach them because you know. Okay. Do you know how to talk? You know how to talk. <laughs> yes. First thing you know that comes to your head more than a few seconds right. from the brain. Right. That's right. You ask a question in your head, the yeah. answer is going to come into your head within a second. If you think about it for a second or longer than a second, then that's going to be your brain answering you. Yeah. So, um, so, and she says, thank you for asking the questions. And for supporting her family. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in, Allie. Good luck with all of that. You certainly, um, I I know you've called in many times and you've been through a lot yourself. So my guess is you'll, you'll do a good job at, at, um, you know, getting them some peace and some, okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Allie. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay. Let me go back to, I can get her. Okay. I believe our next caller is Jamie. Hi. Jamie, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Jamie. How are you, girl? I am good. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Portland, Oregon. Portland. Terrific. What's going on up there? (laughs) 
Well, we've got the total eclipse coming, so everyone in the world is uh, flying here to uh, to get stuck in traffic to go down and see two minutes. That's right. Uh, That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it happens how often? It's really pretty. I think it's 24 years or something. Yeah, I it's a long time. Yeah. Cool. I, yeah, but um, not calling about that, but um, I yeah. – <laughs> so – I recently had my general practitioner ask me to go get my thyroid checked out because when she was just doing a general exam, she felt my neck and said, hey, you know, I'm feeling something here, so go get it checked out. And so um, I listened to her, went in, got an ultrasound. They did a scan of it. And when I was watching them do the scan, I could tell that there was something they were measuring. So I thought, well, they're going to call me and say that I need to get this checked out further, which was true. Um, today I went in and met with an endocrinologist who said, you know, there are two nodes there that, you know, one is kind of a bigger, like four centimeter one and one is like uh-huh. a littler two centimeter one. And he recommended doing an ultrasound where they could specifically go in with a fine needle aspiration and kind of pull out some cells to look at it to see, uh-huh. you know, pathologically if it contained anything malignant. Uh-huh. So um, about a year ago, I had a dream, and actually you and I spoke about, I had a dream where a doctor told me I had cancer. And oh. it was it was very intense to the point where I was like, you know, my body's trying to tell me something. And so over the past year, I did some blood tests and just checked up on things and thought, you know what, it maybe meant my soon to be ex-husband who's a wonderful guy but you know that maybe it was talking about somebody in my life not something physically like cancer and I'm only it was interesting to have this appear um after I kind of resolved that within myself um that it wasn't something physical and so um I'm curious if you can do a scan and kind of look at it and see if if you're picking up that there's something going on with my thyroid or in that surrounding region that um, it should be something I should be concerned about. Yeah. Okay. Laser beams heading from me here in Alabama going to Portland, hooking into you, got you. Okay. You have a very large, large. the first first thing that comes up, whoops, somebody's joined us, so let me um, mute them. Okay. Um the thing, the first thing that shows up, Jamie, is you have a very large hole in your energy field membrane. And our spirits are the same thing as our energy field as I perceive it. And our spirits have come into our bodies. We incarnate to have the human experience. You've heard me say that before. And, um, and that energy field or that spirit has this very thin membrane on the outer edges of it. It's like encapsulated in a membrane and it feels like really thin saran wrap to me. And when I see somebody that has a disease or an illness, there's usually a hole or a tear in that energy field membrane. You have a very large area over your throat. And um, so what I'm going to do is, and that we need to do in a private consult, because what I'll do is I'll dive into it. it. It comes from some kind of emotional trauma, either in this lifetime or a past lifetime. And, okay. um, and, and so what we'll need to do is we will um, figure out what that is, and then we'll get that repaired. 
And then um, from there, what we'll do is allow your body to operate on full power. So in the short run, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put kind of a like a little um, patch on it. It's going to be temporary to to slow down that energy leak. And it's kind of like when you drive your your car and your tire has a nail in it and uh, um, the, it's a slow leak, the tire is still going to operate, but it's going to not operate at its optimal level. Does that make sense? That's what the body's doing, but you got a really big hole in yours. So, um, all right, so I've got that repaired temporarily. Let me look. Okay, I can see the nodules. They're pink, Jamie. They're not malignant. I don't believe they're malignant. Um, I think they'll most likely just watch them. I don't think you're going to have to have surgery. I'm getting a no. You won't have to have surgery, at least at this moment in time. And um, I think you're going to be fine. I think a lot of us have nodules. And um, and they're just there, and technology shows them up now. You know, you can see them on the technology these days, but I, I don't think it's going to be much of a problem for you. I think they're going to they're going to give you some things to do to help you, um, you know, make your thyroid work better. But I, I they're, they do not look malignant to me at all. Malignant cancer cells or malignant um, organs and things like that look very black to me. They have the consistency of hot tar when, I, when asphalt's being laid on a road. And I don't see that. Yours are pink. So I, I believe they're benign. So I hope that helps. Are you still there? Oh, there. Are you, can you hear me now? Sorry, I muted you by mistake. Did you hear all of no. that? I did. I did. That okay. was really helpful. Okay. All right. So, so shoot me an email, julietaskjulieryan.com. Go on my website. You can schedule, you know, you can see all the dates and times where appointments are available. And let's do a private consult and we'll, we'll figure out what caused that and get it fixed so that your body can heal itself. Okay. That sounds great. Thank you. All righty. Thanks for calling. Enjoy the eclipse. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, I believe our next caller is Janine. Nope, Jane. Hi, Jane, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Jane, how are you? I'm good. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, good. You bet. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Southern California, uh, south of Irvine, about five miles inland from Laguna Beach. But I was born in the U.K., but oh, I lived terrific. over here. came over when, when I was seven, so... So what's inland, what's inland from Laguna? Irvine. Uh, there's, there's Lake Forest, which is where yeah. I am. There's okay. Laguna Hills. There's gotcha. um, Laguna Woods. You know, lots yeah. of lagunas, but there's only one Laguna Beach. That's true. I lived in L.A. for a long time, so I'm, think, I'm picturing oh. Laguna, and I'm picturing Irvine, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, what, what's between the two of them right south of Irvine? Exactly. So. Two tiny little cities. Oh, terrific. Well, good. Did you have a question for me? Um, well, yeah, I did actually come up with a question. I've never uh, been, uh, I've never taken part in anything like this or had a reading or anything. So I was thinking as the other callers were uh, going in uh, and taking their turn, um, it's about my mom, actually. Okay. Uh, 
I lost my mom about three years ago after mm, a two-year illness uh, as a result of um, not treating her, not taking care of her health. Oh, so sorry. She, she died. Uh, yeah, and but but when she was getting sick, and it was it was apparent she wasn't going to make it. She mm-hmm. never spoke to me. We never talked about anything. And part of me wonders if after she passed, did she was she okay with it? I mean, was she all locked up like she was when she was alive? She didn't talk to you about dying. Is that what you're referring to, or she just didn't talk to you about anything more about, exciting about than the weather or something like that? <laughs> she never talked to me about the way she felt about dying. What was she was going through? What yeah. she hoped for? What she expected? And not that I wanted her to have this deep conversation, but I was hoping to connect with her on yeah. that level, and I was never able to. She just okay. was. Shut, closed door, you know? Okay. All right. Let me connect to you, Jane, and then I'm going to connect from you to your mom. What's your mom's name? Pauline. Pauline. Okay. I'm going to connect. Pauline will be right next to you, I'm sure. We just call in whoever you want to talk to that's deceased, and let's ask her some questions. Okay. okay. And um, and see see what she has to say for herself. Okay. Laser beam coming from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to Southern California, Lake Forest. Got you. Mom's standing right next to you, Pauline. All right. Pauline, Jane wants to know why you didn't discuss with her how you felt as you were dying because she didn't want you to hurt more than she knew you were already hurting is what uh-huh. she's saying. Wow. Um, she was trying to protect you. Um, oh, that's so typical. <laughs> she says she knows, she knew you were distraught. She knew it was going to be awful for you, and she wanted to spare you any additional pain. Huh. She's saying to me, explain to her what happened. <laughs> okay, Jane, <laughs> like I was telling Allie, if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, there's a free chart there under the 12 phases of transition, and it shows the position of how angels and deceased loved ones are around us when we die. Everybody. Happens for everybody. Okay? Okay. And then also you'll see my book, and there's lots of information in there too, but... What I want you to know is that everybody goes to heaven, number one, and number two, everybody's surrounded by angels, deceased loved ones, and deceased pets, if they had any of those in their lifetime, which is which is hilarious because I see everything from dogs and cats and birds and stuff to farm animals and horses. It's wild. It's just hilarious. It's hilarious. And it and it adds a bit of levity to a sad situation uh-huh. when I start talking to the family and I'm like okay there are several horses in the room and here's what they look like and wow. so, um, they can normally name them for me when I describe oh. it it's pretty it's pretty cool other questions for Miss Pauline um let's see here what was was did she regret her life did she did she wish she had done something else? Because she worked hard, but she had a lot of promise. Uh, she was actually a champion uh, show jump, show jumper, but had speaking an accident. Speaking of horses. <laughs> speaking of uh, horses. Speaking of horses, exactly. 
Um, and and okay. he's so deviated from that creative profession and that, that creative path and just became someone that I didn't recognize as uh-huh. she got older. And I'm wondering, was she happy? Did, did she, she regret her direction that she took? Did she wish no. she no, she's she's telling me that that it was perfect the way it all played out because it was exactly what she wanted to experience in this lifetime. What I was mentioning before with Allie, our first caller, we decide when we're born, to whom we're born, where we're born, and it puts us on a basic trajectory of our lives so we can experience what we want in this lifetime. And Uh um, even though to those of us that love us, sometimes it doesn't look like it's all that fulfilling, it's perfect Uh for whatever they want to, whatever that person wants to experience. So I hope that, I hope that gives you some peace and, and, and some answers. It okay. does. She was she was a tough woman, and and I like to think that she did what she wanted to do. Yeah, I think it sounds like she did exactly. Yeah, and so. I follow in her well, footsteps. So. Oh, all right. Well, well, thanks for calling in. Thank you. Okay. Take care. All right. Now our next caller is Janine. Hi, Janine. Are you there? I am. Hi, Julie. How are you tonight? I'm well. How are you? Very good, thanks. So good. happy to Please call in and talk to you. Well, thanks. You too. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. West Palm Beach, Florida. All right. From sea to shining sea here this evening. <laughs> yes, I see that. <laughs> Do you have a question for me? Um, yeah. Actually, I had the pleasure of having a personal session with you. So this is kind right. of, um, which was fabulous. I was more centered on two different, um, two different health challenges I was having at the time. Although, um, in that session, you revealed some other things to me as well. So it's more like, um, a follow-up to see how I'm doing. Uh, can okay. I just tell you something that happened to sure. me since I talked to you? Other than, um, when I spoke to you last, I had some challenges with not only my back and but but also my knee, and uh, you saw other things. And to be quite honest, I wasn't even aware of them until you brought it to my attention. And then after that, I became very aware of them. But um, one of the things that had that I wanted to tell you that happened to me was one night I was like, I believe I was like falling asleep or in a dreamlike state. You know how we can go back and forth in between the realms. I literally know that I was getting worked on. My back was getting worked on, and I woke up, and I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, go back to bed. We're working on you on another level. So I was like, oh, wow. You know, I've had things like that happen to me in energy healing sessions, but never, like, in the middle of the night. So um, I was grateful because I'm definitely, like, since I spoke with you, I also had some back injections done. And, like, two days after that, I still I still can pinpoint exactly what was bothering me. But then after that is when I had this experience happen to me. Um, like I said, it, it was it was like dreamlike, but I know I was fading in and out between the realms. So I was wondering if you saw anything, if you can scan me and see if I'm making progress and how I'm coming along. Sure, sure. And that's thank you for that feedback because when I work with somebody, I'm the facilitator. I'm certainly not the one doing the healing. It is God, the universe, our spirit guides, I mean, all of the above. I'm the facilitator. I'm the conduit. And, and 
what happens is it's a collective effort. So sometimes the ball will get rolling during our session, but then it will continue similar to when somebody has surgery and then they go to physical therapy after the surgery for a time, which helps facilitate the complete healing of yeah. something. So thank you for that feedback because I, I see that all the time and, um, and I don't often hear somebody come back who can really feel that and experience it. So that, thank you for sharing that with me and with everybody that's listening. So, all right, here we oh, go. My Laser pleasure. Beam. Laser beam heading to, to Palm Beach. Got you. Okay. All right, lower left back, still inflamed. Um, let me get that inflammation down. What inflammation looks like to me, Janine, and everybody is it looks like red dry fog. So imagine fog, but it doesn't have a wet or a moist component. It's just dry. And so I'm putting blue energy onto that, which is um, anti-inflammatory energy. So I'm getting that calmed down to see. You still have a little bit of a bulging disc. Is that what I told you last time, Janine? You did tell me that. And that's on the opposite side of the challenge supposedly I was having and where I had the injections done. So it's interesting. But I did have a a fall, and my body was affected all over. So I I think I was more focused on the areas that were of immediate concern to me. Did I see it on the left side last time, too? You did, absolutely, which I was surprised about at the time. But... um, I'm still seeing it there. The reason why I, why I don't remember everything right off the bat is because I'm going in between different realities. I'm going from okay. the spirit world into our human world, and it's like I'm translating. You know, you see the president with the translator when he's talking to somebody that speaks a different language. It's like um, this is all happening in my head. Yeah. Um, so, so what happened before, I can see where the healing happened before on that left side, and there were supports that were put in those two vertebrae to get that disc to go back in, and then there was this little really fine netting that was put at the end of where the disc was to hold it in place. I just saw that get tightened, really? kind of like it, it, it had become somewhat slack. So it got tightened in order to keep that disc back in there so it's not bulging anymore. Great. So, um, yeah. So and it's I funny because I, I became distinctly aware uh, the right side was the one troubling me that I can actually pinpoint to the exact spot. So when you had mentioned that on the one-on-one session that I had with you, after we spoke, I became aware of that and then another issue that I was having. And, uh, you know, I'm like, and I haven't obviously done anything other than on the holistic level, um, not certainly not conventional medicine with the left side. So thank you for doing that and tightening yeah. the screen. <laughs> you say <laughs> I really your appreciate net, it. There. You bet. Well, thank you. And thanks I also for wanted, calling in. Oh, thanks. I also wanted to tell you thank you so much because I recently um, I read your book Angelic Attendance and I also had that sent um, to a family member and also to a friend, and I'm really excited for them to receive it. Um, I just I, can't, I just can't say enough about that book. And, you know, the, the interesting thing is we never really understand, like, when we're going to need that, you know, coming because we all eventually deal with death and the dying process in some form and another, whether it be a friend, neighbor, a relative. But one of the things I found super interesting in the book was when you talked about it, like, 
um, what you saw in like uh, like in an OR, for example. You had some uh-huh. great stories, so I think that's like so helpful. So I encourage all of your listeners to get that book because oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm paying it forward. I, I appreciate you doing it. Um, and writing it and sharing all this wonderful information with, with all of us. But then in the same sense, you know what, a lot of times we don't know what to do for someone. Um, you know, sometimes you don't know what to say or do. And, you know, receiving this gift after the fact of your book, which will give them that peace they need at the exact right time, is like mm-hmm. the perfect gift as far as I'm concerned. So thank wow. you so much for that. I just wanted to put that out there. Thank you. I appreciate that. And and what Janine's referring to with surgery is it's not when people are dying in surgery. It's when everybody goes into surgery, what happens on the spiritual plane about where angels are positioned and deceased loved ones and surgeon spirits and things like that. And then, um, and thank you for sharing that. Oh, about sure. You know, because I do that when yeah. I go in for surgery, I've always called in my guardian angels, but you went on a little more. I don't want to give it all out. I want everybody to read your book, but you know, <laughs> you see it on a different level and, um, and it, it really was like a wow moment for me. Like I, I realized, you know, it's not just, I, of course I do this, but I don't know that Everybody does this, and um, by reading your book, we you know you gave um, we know who's there with the surgeons, the anesthesiologists. It was just very interesting. So you know um, that's that's another reason um, that I read the book and enjoyed it so much. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate your comments on that too. Sure. Well, I I'm an inventor of surgical devices that are sold throughout the world. So I spent 30 years in and out of surgery for business, and so I know what goes on in there on the human <laughs> plane. And and if I was in there um, and a patient was being operated on, which they always were, that's why I was in there testing a new device or something that I was inventing. Uh, it was you know it was fascinating for me to close my eyes for a second and see what was going on and then certainly I work with families all over the world who have a loved one that's in surgery and I can see what's happening in surgery I can tell them what the surgeon's doing at any given moment I can normally even read the anesthesia equipment tell them what their blood pressure is and their pulse and all that jazz too so it comes well, in I hand. find it all fascinating so. yeah yeah okay thanks Janine right. appreciate thanks. have a great in. night You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. 
All right, we do this show, everybody, every Thursday night, and uh, it's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. Now, I don't expect you to remember all of that, so here's where you can find the information. You can go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com. On the homepage down near the bottom is all this data and with the different time zones and everything. You can sign up for my blog while you're on my website, and I send that out every Thursday morning, and it's a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it, and all this call-in information is in the, the body of the email there. And then also, wherever you download podcasts, in the description of the podcast, this information is there. And very soon, we're going to be up on YouTube, and I'll have it posted there too. So soon, we'll have four different places. Also, when you're on my site, um, you'll see a button that says, Book an Appointment. And that's what several people have referred to earlier. And it gives us a whole hour to go through whatever you want to discuss. And we can do multiple things. We can do medical scans. We can talk to deceased loved ones. I can scan your pets. I mean, whatever. We can do past life stuff. Those are really fun. And um, and we can do all of that during that hour time period. So speaking of questions that have been submitted online, here's one from Jennifer, and Jennifer lives in Kansas City, Missouri. And she asked, hi, Julie, I almost didn't make it after getting sepsis and pneumonia in March. After two weeks on life support and weeks of physical therapy to walk again, I began having swelling in my left foot and calf from the knee down. It turned into cellulitis, and although there isn't a wound, no antibiotics are working. They keep sending me home with more. Now, the doctor says I've developed lymphedemia and nothing is helping. I truly need help with this horrible, painful infection and with my damaged lymphatic system. Please scan me and let me know what you see. I thank you wholeheartedly. And here's my response. Hi, Jennifer. Wow, you weren't kidding about retaining fluid. Once I connected to you, I could see you look like a female version of the Michelin Man. So I energetically drained the excess fluid from your system, then applied anti-inflammatory energy to get the pain calmed down. It looks like you do have a bacterial infection in your left leg, and a gram-positive antibiotic will help get rid of the infection. I also believe adding a large amount of vitamin C will facilitate a quicker, better recovery. Recent successes have been reported in treating sepsis with vitamin C and steroids. Dr. Paul Merrick, professor of medicine and chief of pulmonary and critical care medicine at Eastern Virginia Medical School in Norfolk, Virginia, that's a mouthful, has had impressive results with this new treatment modality. Since he started using the vitamin C and steroid combination to treat sepsis, Dr. Merrick has only lost one out of the last 150 patients. Now, that's impressive because sepsis is the leading cause of death in U.S. hospitals. In addition, your immune system's whacked due to all of the medications you've been taking. These drugs have caused heavy metal toxicity and an overgrowth of candida yeast in your body. I did my best to remove both the tiny metallic particles and as much yeast as I could from your GI tract. Please consider consulting with a functional medicine doctor who will treat your body as an interrelated system. Unlike conventional doctors, a functional medicine MD will reverse engineer your symptoms, find the root cause causes, and help you get well, not just be another pharmaceutical customer for life. We all know how that works. Go to functionalmedicine.org, put in your zip code, and choose from the list of physicians in your area. 
In the meantime, and in order to help you feel better, I applied lots of antibiotic and vitamin C energy to your leg and to your whole body. This will jumpstart your healing process. Bottom line, I believe you can and will completely heal from this. So I thought that was really extraordinary that good old vitamin C is um, helping save the day and keep patients from dying from sepsis, which is just a big whopping infection that they get in the hospital. And you won't hear about that very much from um, drug companies, and there won't be much research done on it because the drug companies can't make any money off of that. And they're the ones who normally fund the studies. But one patient out of 150, when normally they would lose about 60 or 70%, is all the research that you know we really need to hear. So, okay, here we go. Next caller, Heidi. I believe we have Heidi. Hi, Hi there. Hi. Hi, how are, how are you? I'm, I'm good. Well. How are you? Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Huntington. That's in Long Island, New York. Okay, terrific. What's going on up there? Well, um, currently I've been dealing with, well, the past few years I've been dealing with a lot of issues in my life, and um, most recently, um, I've had a health issue crop up. Um, I had a hysterectomy uh, about 11 years ago for endometriosis, and um, in the last few weeks, I've had severe, severe swelling to the point where I look like I'm pregnant, and uh, the doctor believes that it's endometriosis again, And uh, but uh, there's not many more parts they can remove from me for that, so I'm... Um, also concerned that there's other issues that are going along with that and wondering if some of it has to do with stress and also I'm a bit empathic so I was wondering if that's a piece of it as well. Okay, explain what empathic means to everybody that doesn't know what that means. Well, um, I, my, I personally uh, tend to connect with other people and uh, how they're feeling and have uh, have the ability myself to do some basic healing things. I'm I'm a I'm a newbie, so I don't have a lot of uh, trained training behind me. It's more kind of intuitive at this point. Mm-hmm. That's what it all is, girl. <laughs> it's, all in, it's all intuitive. Even the training, the training is just we talk about energy fields and stuff like that, and then you figure it out as you go, as it comes in, because everybody does it differently. So you're doing it right. How about that? Even without any training. <laughs> so, okay, let me get you on my radar, and let's see okay. what see what I can see. Okay, laser beam heading from me here in Alabama, heading up to you um, on Long Island. See, I can yes. talk like a New Yorker too. Like a well, I'm from too. I'm from the South, so <laughs> I you sound, you're sounding that. pretty you're sounding pretty New Yorky to me. Um, so you've been up there a while, I can tell, because yep. you picked up the dialect. Okay, got you. Yeah, you're wow. You are um, operating on about ten percent energy. So I can tell. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me see. It's like you're. Um, you know when a light bulb starts to flicker because yes. the power power surge or there's a power something that's not right, you kind of remind me of that um, really low power, really low energy. So my guess is you're exhausted. I can see the bloating. What I'm doing is trying to get you to take a charge so I can light so I can light you up and see what's going on. Okay. 
I can see the endo. You're you're full, 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 full of yeast yeah. too. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, the yeast I think is causing the bloating more than anything. Yeah. And um uh I think a lot of this is related to um the yeast actually. That's what I that's what I was kinda of thinking. I uh, the endo I think has been there for a long time, but I, that's what I was had been concerned about and I'm not really sure how to go about that, fixing that. Okay, several things. First of all, um, go to bulletproofexec.com okay. slash diet, D-I-E-T. Download the food chart. It's free. You can download it for free. Eat what's on there. Okay. okay. Research candida yeast, C-A-N-D-I-D-A yeast. And, you know, there's tons of information out there on the yeah. web. You can get that. I would suggest going to find a functional medicine doctor who can help you with this. They know how to treat um, systemic yeast. You've got it systemically. It's causing the fatigue, causing the bloating. I believe it's causing the endo. And hmm. and here's why. I had um, a systemic candida infection for the first 40 years of my life, and it came from being put on antibiotics when I was one day old because I got a staph infection in the nursery. And then I have chronic, similar yeah. chronic um, strep throat. I mean, I, I was on antibiotics probably at least once a quarter, at least. That's throughout. me too. I, I had scarlet fever even as a kid. I had everything. Yeah. So what it does <laughs> is it ruins the gut biome, for lack of okay. a better word. But my doctor, who's now deceased, his name was Orion Truss, T-R-U-S-S. If you Google Candida and Dr. Truss, T-R-U-S-S, M-D, you will find information on him. He had a lab. He's like the godfather of discovering this Candida yeast stuff. And he he took me back into his lab, and he showed me, just because I asked him a million questions every time I was in there. My husband calls me an information suck. but Me too. <laughs> just naturally curious. So mm-hmm. he took me back in his lab, and he explained to me that when the body is fighting something like yeast, yeast releases a bunch of toxins into the bloodstream. And when the body's fighting something like that, the cell membrane walls become really thick and impenetrable. Okay. So he explained to me he would take a blood test of a woman, say in her mid-30s, she would look like she had normal estrogen levels. Then he would take a vaginal swab and look at the cells under a microscope, and those cells would look like the cells of a 90-year-old postmenopausal woman. Wow. So the, so the hormones that were in the blood were not able to penetrate that tough cell membrane. Okay, you with me yeah. so far? Absolutely, because hormone issues is another thing that I was thinking was happening also. You are. Yes, absolutely. Yes. But you got to get the yeasties under control first to get the bloating down, to get the pain down, to get the swelling down, and then okay. you can work on the hormones. So what happens is when he got the yeasties under control and they stopped releasing all these toxins into the body, the body didn't feel like it was under attack anymore. It relaxed that cell membrane and those hormones could get in the cells and the body could heal itself. Okay. Okay. So go to well, functional they, med- go to functionalmedicine.org. Okay. Put in your zip code, Heidi, and 
a list of doctors in your area will come up. Choose one and go start working with one. Okay? They're going to reverse engineer your symptoms. They're going to treat your body as a whole system, not just a GYN knows about endo and a GI guy knows about something else and an ENT knows about, um, you know, your sinus infections and your strep throat. They're going to treat you as a system. They're going to help you figure out the cause of these symptoms and help you heal your body. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate sure. that. And I, I also most to mention, I'm sorry. I also just wanted to mention too, that, um, having been on your website and, um, the, the stages of uh, transition. I uh, worked as a CNA and was with many people passing as well. And um, it was so fascinating to me. And uh, I can't wait to read your book about it as well. So um, I knew I had my own feelings during the, those times. And it, I think for anybody that doesn't have, isn't able to experience that, it's a wonderful way to teach them as well. So I, I'm grateful for you for doing that. Well, thank you. I, I've, there's lots of books out there about near-death experiences and the stages of grieving and all that, but I haven't found any information before, I, and this is why people with whom I've worked keep saying, please write a book about this, please yeah. write a book about this. So I finally did, and I finally put it out there, but they, there really isn't any information about what happens as somebody is dying. Right, and, exactly. And, and when you find out that your loved one is surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and, you know, even deceased pets, it really ends up being comforting for not only the family, but also for the person who's going through it, if there's still coherence enough to, to hear it. One question. uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, and I know we take up extra time of yours. I just had one other question along with the health things. Um, Yeah. I have my, my whole family has heart related issues and um, I had been curious if my heart, with along with all this has been acting up because um, I've had times where my pressure was spiking and I'm sure it's probably related to this too. I get a yes on that. Okay. I get a yes on that. So either call back in or schedule a private consult and we can do a whole, you know, we'll spend a whole hour dissecting all of this and and I think I can get you some more detailed information. All right. Great. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Take care. Absolutely. Bye-bye. All right. I think we have time for one more caller, and I believe it's Camille. Hi, Camille. Are you there? I'm here. Hi there. How are you this Uh, evening? I'm okay. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm from Birmingham, and we're very glad to have you here. (laughs) Well, thanks. I'm glad to have you here, too. (laughs) I think Uh, you I think you're over in Hoover. I'm on the 280 side, so we're right. about 11 or 12 miles apart, I think. That's right. That's right. So my laser beam doesn't need to go very far to hook into you. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Do you have a quick question for me? Well, I have two, actually. Okay. We've got eight uh, minutes, so go. Oh. <laughs> All right. I put together uh, a real estate company. Yeah. Took an engineer, took all of the properties. One of the builders I trusted, the other I didn't know that well. They brought in two investors. Got I did everything that was to be done for this company. 
Mm-hmm. And they brought in another girl. I ha- I've been in real estate tw- uh, 35 years, actually. Is that wow. right? Yeah. I've sold 2,000 homes. I know what I'm doing, managed 25 subdivisions. And this other girl done nothing. She's probably 42. She's been in the business 10 or 12 years. She's not, her, her resume does not um, stack up to mine. Uh-huh. So I want to know what's going to happen to that company. She has promised that she's going to recruit a bunch of agents. Not one person has joined the company. Um, I have been absolutely miserable. They cut off all the money, everything. So I do want to know what's going to happen to them. That is... Are you still with that company, Camille? No, they terminated me. They terminated Yes, July, uh, June the 30th, I was the broker responsible okay. for everything. July so do, you 1, have an, do you have an equity position still in that company? Do you still no, have... Okay. Mm-mm. All right. So, okay. What's your second question? My second question is that my sister had pancreatic cancer and died in 2010. And not long after that, I have blonde hair. She had yeah. kind of reddish brown hair. Uh-huh. And a long story about black bobby pins She before she died. And... Now I find, and at not long after she died, I started finding black bobby pins. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And okay. now I find them, at right now, because I have been so upset, so hurt, so worried, so scared, I'm finding bobby pins everywhere. Okay. okay. What's your sister's so, name? Margaret. Margaret. Okay. I get that that company will fail. I don't believe it will be successful. Mm-hmm. I believe that things happen for us, not to us. So your mission is to figure out how this benefits you that you're not there. And perhaps it's going to benefit you because it's going to fail and you're not going to have any responsibility for that. And it gives you the opportunity to do other things. So that's number one on the, on the company side. Number two, as far as Margaret goes, let me hook into you and then let's get Margaret. Okay, Margaret's standing right next to you to your right. That's where spirits always show up. She's giving you Bobby Pin. Yeah, she's the one that's leaving them around. Okay, what do you want her to know about the Bobby Pins? Okay, I'm interpreting here. Basically, pick yourself up, hoist yourself up like you use Bobby Pins to, you know, pin your hair back, pin yourself up basically and get out and get on with it is what she's saying. This is a blessing. You need to focus on what's next. You're basically spending too much time worrying about this because for no reason it's not benefiting you. It's what? I'm sorry. It's not. It's not benefiting you to to be, you know, so overly concerned about these guys and the company and all that and obsessing about it. Her well, word, not I, mine. Her word, I, not mine. Is that true? Other, uh, yeah, I think so. I okay. Think so. <laughs> Your sister's uh, mad on you. Huh? Your sister's tattling on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And only and I'm am going to have an appointment with you in here in Birmingham. I'm going to go online, but 
Okay. One other thing. Um, yeah, we've got uh, three minutes. She, oh, quickly. Oh, you can answer this. Okay. Um, about two days before she died, she screamed out my name and she said, I don't want to die. Oh. Oh, and I said, Margaret, you promised me New York at Christmas. You have to stay with me. And she didn't say anything else. And I didn't sit down and listen to her. And I have felt guilty about that ever since. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, she said to me, explain to her how this works. (laughs) How this works is when we're in spirit form, we can be everywhere with all of our loved ones all at the same time. Whereas when we're in physical form, we can't. So I often hear from people when they're deceased, they'll say something to the effect of, God, this is great because I could be with all my loved ones all at the same time because we're made in the image and likeness of God. I believe that's in spirit form, not in a human form. Certainly Jesus was human, but um, but I believe God, the energy, you know, the spirit is with all of us all at the same time. And, and that's what we can do once we go back into non-physical, once we die and our, and our spirits go to heaven. So she's kind of laughing about that. So she's saying, go to New York and know that she'll be with you when you're in New York. Okay, great. Thank and, you. And saying, and, um, and be sure to go to Rockefeller Center. Did you guys talk about Rockefeller Center? <laughs> A lot. We were at Rockefeller Center all the time, had lunch there, and watched the skaters, yeah. Okay, so she said be sure to go to Rockefeller Center, so that would be why. Thank you, and I will see you as soon as I can. Okay, perfect, terrific. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Let that go about that real estate deal, because, you know, it's going to fail, and you're going to be so glad you're not there. Okay. You watch. Thank you. Okay. You bet. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We are out of time this evening. There are several callers that I didn't get to. I apologize. And uh, please call back next week, and and I will um, do my best to get to you first. And uh, thanks to all of you who are listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope that your next week is terrific as well. And until next Thursday, I I hope everything goes well for you. Take care, everybody. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.